0: All right, back with the WMAY morning news feed, getting closer to Thanksgiving. It's seven twelve now. Let's connect with Demo- Re- Decatur Republican State Representative Dan Calkins. He joins us here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, Representative, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours.
1: Thank you very much. I uh, hope that you and your family have a good gathering this Thursday. We're planning Everybody, on all it. Your all your listeners.
0: Yeah, and uh, getting all that Christmas shopping done. Uh, It's definitely going to be a busy holiday after uh, what we've experienced over the past 20 months. Um, Dan, uh, let's talk about uh, nursing homes. You're from that space, and this is something that uh, we've seen highlighted throughout the pandemic. Um, Now we've seen some reports come out about how the state handled uh, long-term care facility oversight. Uh, Earlier on in the pandemic, there were a couple of people within the Pritzker administration that were relieved of their duties because of not providing the proper oversight. oversight over nursing homes, we've got a new report out that shows some other problems and how the state was overseeing nursing homes. As somebody who comes from that industry uh, and you're now a state representative, I'm sure you hear it from all sides, what's your assessment of the the handling of the pandemic by the state when it comes to long-term care settings, which is where we really see the most impact from COVID-19?
1: Well, that was a a huge issue. probably not as bad today because of the vaccinations. So I think almost every uh, resident uh, in, a, in a nursing home setting has been vaccinated. But uh, early on, uh, um, the governor failed miserably uh, to protect uh, our senior citizens. Uh, our nursing homes weren't prepared for uh, this, this type of an event, it, it was well beyond anything that anyone had ever really fully trained for in the nursing home industry. Although the Department of Public Health uh, and the local health departments um, were, you know, they were trained, they had the manual, they, they knew what uh, they were supposed to do. Um, unfortunately, uh, instead of letting the local health departments deal with it, uh, Governor Pritzker uh, tasked his administration with taking charge and over, um, I guess, overruling or, or micromanaging, whatever you want to call it, the local health departments, um, which led to a, a lot of, uh, I think, unnecessary deaths in nursing homes. They also failed to uh, use their infectious control people. Uh, the employees... Uh, Stayed home. I mean, they they just went home and stayed home instead of going out and doing their job. You know, we asked nurses and doctors and firemen and policemen and employees our, our you know employees in the nursing home to go to work every day, and yet the governor uh, allowed uh, our state employees who were trained in infection control, um, and you know, they allowed them to stay home. Uh, and probably forced them to stay home in some cases. So there's a lot, of, I think, um, culpability here on the part of the Prister administration for the, uh, you know, all of the deaths that we suffered uh, in uh, in our citizens. And and if you go to uh, LaSalle to the Veterans Home. You know, we've asked and asked and asked, and now I think the legislation, the General Assembly, has demanded um, a recounting of what happened there. Uh, we had a political appointee uh, running that facility, and uh, they were not given the equipment they needed. They were not uh, put under lockdown as quickly as they should have been. Um,
0: and, Representative, your have... phone is, is slightly digitizing a little bit. I don't know if you can get closer okay. to a window, maybe. Step, but Let uh, me
1: step outside and see if this is yeah. any better.
0: Yeah, and we're talking with uh, State Representative Dan Calkins here at 7.15 on the WMAY Morning News feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and he's recounting uh, just how we've come to where we are now with nursing home situations and uh, the LaSalle Care, uh, the LaSalle Veterans Home um, uh, situation where uh, you had uh, several dozen uh, veterans die over the span of uh, several weeks, uh, and uh, all of the, uh, the, the the questions about why not have even more oversight of nursing homes across the state, uh, because representative, we we had nearly one of every other COVID death in a long-term care facility in Illinois.
1: Yes, and and it, it was predictable. I predicted it. I I talked about it uh, in in you know in meetings, in uh, caucus gatherings. Uh, I talked about it in you know public that this was a pre- very predictable and pre- uh, preventable. Occurrence, um, but our um, professionals, the state professionals, the infectious disease control people, stayed home. We didn't, uh, you know, we had a nursing home here who had one of the early outbreaks. Pp uh, p was not available. Hospitals were donating masks and gowns uh, to uh, help this facility try to control that inf- that, that uh, outbreak. Uh, You know, the state was poorly prepared and and, uh, terribly, you know, I think you're responsible in its response.
0: Representative, a couple of the other issues I want to touch base with you on. Um, We'll stick with uh, COVID-related because uh, the Bureau of Economic Analysis for the uh, federal government put out um, a, a report highlighting all of the state's GDP for 2020. And uh, uh, you know they put out, of course, you know the, the national GDP, uh, and it's obvious that uh, last year was just not a good year at all because of the government issued shutdown orders wow. and so on, uh, and you know kids staying home from school and, and and a variety of other things for for months on end. Um, but what was fascinating about this report from the Bureau of Economic Analysis it showed that um, uh, Illinois' GDP dropped in 2020 uh, by 5.1 percent, but personal income in 2020 grew by 5.8 percent. What drove that was a 40 plus percent increase in unemployment. And we've got uh, some other unemployment news of uh, changing, uh, you know, how they're going about paying out. Uh, we still don't know exactly how much fraud there was in unemployment. Uh, what's your take on, uh, you know, the GDP declining Quite a bit, five percent, but yet personal income increasing, driven by a forty-plus percent increase in unemployment. When we still don't know what the fraud levels were.
1: Well, let's let's talk about GDP first. Um, obviously, you know when this uh, COVID hit, we didn't know we didn't know what what the effects were going to be, and so we shut down Illinois for two weeks to bend the curve, and the governor refused to uh, bring the General Assembly back to help solve some of these issues. I think we could have done a better job, as we talked about earlier, with nursing homes and other other issues. But the governors continued to uh, lock down and mandates and, and, and you know, so obviously um, our GDP was going to decline significantly. And, you know, it's because we were locked down. Look at Florida. I don't know what that number is, but I'll bet it isn't anywhere close to how bad Illinois was in 2020. Um, so there's there's why our GDP declined. The uh, unemployment is not, um, also is not a surprise. We're about $5 billion in debt to the unemployment fund. We paid unemployment, and this is just Illinois' share, not the federal share. So it, our economy uh, last year, in 2020, was, dependent on unemployment checks and the state couldn't even get the money out on time. I mean, you know, it's mind-boggling, you know, how that happened, Uh, that that much money did get back into our economy. As far as the fraud, um, Illinois Department of Employment Security hasn't released. They won't release. We've asked them to release their numbers. Um, They claim they're still trying to figure it out. Uh, I think it's massive, uh, but Illinois wasn't the only target. Um, States all across the country were targeted because of the lack of security, old equipment, uh, the political, uh, I guess, implications of not just giving anybody money out that asked for it. Uh, the, The thing that kind of intrigues me is how can all these fraudsters get paid when people with legitimate claims had trouble getting through uh, IDES to get their claims processed. I mean, that's the weird part of it.
0: Just for uh, your edification, Florida's GDP uh, was down um, about 2.8% um, 2. 2. versus uh, Illinois' 5.1% uh, from, from last that's year. That's
1: tourism. I mean, that's based on tourism. They're, they're a huge tourism state. You would have thought that they would have suffered greatly because people weren't traveling. But look at, I mean, but just, I think that's a testimony to the, I guess the way Florida handled uh, COVID.
0: Representative, that's all the time we've got. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the uh, legislative maps, uh, but we'll have to connect on that again uh, in the future. And there's a lot of time before the uh, the June primary and also the November 22 election. Uh, but we also have these legislative maps that the courts still have to determine what happens. And we could have uh, an update on that in uh, a week, a week and a half or so. Greatly appreciate your time this morning. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk soon, OK? Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving
1: to all your listeners.